And so in the Rossonian Hotel, you would have, you know, the Billy Holidays, you would have the Cab Calloways, you would have, you know, our, our, some of our own legends that would play and, and, and stay in, in Five Points. What we want to do is bring back the vibrancy, the culture, the history, but not just in a museum, like, hey, come, this is what happens. No, this is what's happening. Yes, things, things change, but how do you do it that you bring along some of the people that are here in the community and bring them up to, uh, bring them along with you as you develop? Dave Tabor, and this is the ProCo 360 podcast with stories and lessons from Colorado's world-class entrepreneurs. ProCo 360 is for those who are fans of Colorado, our businesses, and their leaders. Listeners, thanks to you, ProCo 360 is Westward Reader's best Denver podcast, three years running, and two years as a top 15 Colorado podcast on Beatspot. In this episode, I'll be speaking with Haroon Cowens, partner and chief real estate officer of Five Points Development Corporation. I started reading about Haroon and the revitalization of Five Points and wanted to know more. So Haroon recently gave me a walking tour of the area, what's been developed and what's coming. I think you'll enjoy this conversation about how a developer chooses investment areas, how the Five Points area in particular is being developed with a nod to history and the future and respect for those in the community now. We'll also talk about how Haroon, who grew up nearby, balances his life as a developer, a leader involved in many community boards, and an associate pastor at a nearby church. Haroon, glad you could join me via Zoom as a guest on Proco 360. Well, thank you for having me. It's exciting to be on, and yeah, would lo- love the, the opportunity to uh, be on this podcast and talk about uh, you know what is very special. Well, and as, as far as what is very special, how about an overview of what Five Points Development Corporation is doing now, maybe a bit of its background? Sure, sure. So Five Points Development Corporation is a portfolio company in the larger, uh, the Fly Fisher Group. Uh, it was created uh, uh, a couple years ago uh, for the specific investment and development in Five Points uh, and beyond in areas like Five Points. Uh, we truly value what Five Points means historically, culturally, and as well as what it means for for the future. And so being stewards of that vision, we have created a company that is investing, uh, developing, uh, and asset managing uh, assets in the area that are now and for the future. And so uh, it is a, it's been an honor just to to be, you know, uh, leading the 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 that group uh, from, you know, from Five Points Development Corporation and its its affiliate companies. Uh, yeah, and, and so we are and you grew up in the area, didn't you? Or nearby? Yes, yes. So I grew up five, less than five minutes outside of Five Points, uh, technically. I mean, I grew up Northeast Denver. I grew up, grew up in the Clayton and uh, North City Park neighborhood. Um, and so Five Points has been not only just familiar, but it's been a part of my life growing up. Yeah. And as far as part of your life, I think before we get too far, tell us about working in an associate as a uh, as an associate pastor at the church in the city, Beth Abraham. Is that the church in the city, Beth Abraham? Is that how you pronounce it? Yes. And that's truly my passion. You know, my passion is, it, it, you know, it comes from my faith. Faith is, is the foundation in which, you know, I, how I see things and perceive. And, you know, I'm thankful to God for the opportunities that also, also uh, engage in, in business. And I, I see uh, from a faith context, you know, it comes from the Hebrew word, avodah, which means work. 
whether it's work for God and work for uh, the work that you do every day, there is no distinction between the two. So uh, I really enjoy uh, being a pastor and um, and just my faith and spirituality. Well, that's a, we're going to talk about sort of how you approach things differently, perhaps based on that background, including, you know, uh, clearly you serve as a pastor out of genuine passion. You mentioned that right away. Does being a pastor in the area sort of demonstrate your authenticity as a man of the community, as opposed to sort of like an outside developer? Well, I think as a pastor, you know, uh, as my years uh, in, involved in, uh, in, in ministry, uh, because our, our, our ministry is, is particularly situated right in the city, city center of Denver. It's right, right near Colfax in, in New York. And so, you know, we are very multicultural, multi-ethnic, uh, very, you know, multi-generational, and as well as even the different uh, classes in, in the sense of economically. And so for us, it's, you know, for me specifically, it's been a, a, a joy to be there because, you know, when, when you talk about the city, you talk about, you know, all these different areas. And so for us, serving in ministry also helps me inform how I serve in business and bringing that perspective uh, to business. And I think that, uh, yeah, I, I, I hope, you know, folks see the genuine uh, sincerity that comes from what, I, you know, what we do here at Church in the City to also how it segues into what I do in the business community. Yeah. And, and at Five Points, um, I, I think generally people have a sense for what Five Points is, but how about describing exactly what Five Points is and maybe a bit of the history, you know, to create a framework for this? Sure, sure. So Five Points is, you know, it is situated just, just adjacent to the city center of, uh, you know, core of downtown Denver. Uh, historically, it was, you know, really a suburb of downtown in, in, in the early in the late 1800s. I mean, the first city park was Curtis Park. Uh, and and so that is situated right in five points. And so in the uh, early 1900s, it became a transition from, you know, a uh, immigrant community. It was very much Jewish community to African-American community in 1912, 1920s and especially 1930s because of the opportunities that uh, many African-Americans around the, the country seen in Denver. And so many came to be, uh, you know, um, work porters and waiters and, and work on the railroad and, and, and some of that. And so from that, you know, you had a community that was really uh, situated in, in Five Points that really had a vibrancy. So it had its own, you know, pharmacies, it had its own doctors, it had its own lawyers, it had, a, you know, it, it had its own feel and vibe. And really the highlight of Five Points was also the music that came and stayed and played in Five Points, and that's the jazz. And so as an African-American, you know, it, 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 it was a community that was vibrant and beautiful, uh, a very loving and tight-knit community. And so one of those communities that you would see across the, the country. And so, um, with that, you know, that has been this historical context of, of Five Points. And so uh, many of the buildings, you know, are it's one of the only cultural historic neighborhoods. It is the only cultural historic neighborhood in 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 Colorado hmm. uh, that has that des- designation. Well, and there were some pretty, pretty substantial jazz players that came through. And you want to talk about that? 
Yeah, so, you know, the jazz players, as they were coming west, you know, they would travel um, east and, and south and they would come to Denver. And as they came to Denver, you know, one of their first stops before Denver is Kansas City and then they'll come to Denver. And as they came to Denver, uh, they would come and play uh, downtown at the Brown Palace. And of course, due, due to segregation, they couldn't stay at the Brown Palace. And so they would stay in the Rossonian Hotel. And so in the Rossonian Hotel, you would have you know, the Billy Holidays, you would have the Cab Calloways, you would have, you know, our, our, some of our own legends that would play and 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 stay in, in Five Points. And so uh, one of the places, of course, was the Rossonian Hotel. Uh, and then uh, across the street was the Casino Cabaret. And so this was, you know, it, you know, if it would be like today, it would be your top A-listers coming to play mm-hmm. and stay neighborhood and you know and it created a vibrancy excitement and it created a place where all people you know would come um not just african-americans everyone would come and come hear the jazz and hear them jam out uh, late into the the early morning yeah i can imagine you know i i think of scenes from the movies that have recreated that and i could just imagine you know these these uh top build uh, acts that would go play at the Brown and then they'd come back in the evening and just hang out with the community and play. It just sounds like it was really high energy. Yeah, it was very high energy and it was, you know, vibrant and it was, you know, a part of the fabric of five points. And so, uh, you know, you know, and that's what we love. Now, what is your vision at this point for five points? Well, the vision that, you know, we carry, uh, is, is how do we, you know, recapture that vibrancy, that activity, right? How do we honor the history, the culture uh, that has been such such a part of the, the story, but how do we bring it into the present and then mm-hmm. also allow that also to be uh, forthcoming in the future? And so with that, you know, for me, I, I've always been in Five Points most of my professional career when I look back, you know, as an entrepreneur and when I was in financial services and banking, I came to run a couple of branches and one of them were situ- situated right in Five Points. And so, you know, I always heard about this history because, you know, in in the 70s, 80s, and especially in the 90s, it came into disrepair. And so there was a, there was a, a bad stigma about Five Points. And so what we want to do is bring back the vibrancy, the culture, the history, but not just in a museum, like, hey, uh, come, this yeah. is what happened. No, this is what's happening, right? And yeah. so we want to bring music to Five Points that is almost the the music capital of, of Colorado. So, yeah. You're listening to Proco 360 named Best Denver Podcast, three years running. I'm your host, Dave Tabor, and this is the show featuring entrepreneurs who could be successful anywhere and choose Colorado. I'm speaking with Haroon Cowens of Five Points Development Corporation. Thanks to our sponsors, Community Banks of Colorado, the law firm of Holland and Hart, Kinsley Meetings, MicroStar Keg Logistics, and my newest sponsor, Via Technologies. These great companies support Colorado businesses and entrepreneurs, and they support this show. Also, thanks to the Colorado Chamber of Commerce for support for me and Proco 360. 60. Now, getting back to Karun, let's talk about being a developer. I think you did a really nice job setting the stage of what Five Points is. And, you know, how do you decide? I think, you know, uh, listeners know the story of sort of John Hickenlooper uh, now running for Senate, our former governor, uh, partnering up with Dana Crawford back in the 80s and taking a leap to be sort of the first to invest in renovating what's now Lodo, right? So, uh, how do you decide where there's great potential? How did you decide now is a good time to invest in five points, for example? Well, you know, for me, it's been a uh, many years of investment, right? Um, So I live in five points and, 
you know, as I grew up and started to work in Five Points, one of the things is, you know, for, as I said earlier, is I didn't just want to hear about what Five Points was. I wanted to know what Five Points is today and also the shining example it could be in the future. And so most of that was coming from a sense of passion, you know, a sense of uh, of passion. And so the investment started with, you know, I, I, I myself and I work with a number of uh, a couple of groups before, uh, but, you know, I, I teamed up with uh, Matthew Burkett. And so, you know, who lives in five points as well. And he's been there for over 20 years. And so it's, you know, we both had this, 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 this vision and this, this desire to say, well, we don't want to just talk about what five points was, but what is it today? What does it mean today? And, you know, because, you know, we talk, there's kind of this idea of, well, we talk about the history and then when we talk about today, it's kind of, it's not curated. It's, you know, it's kind of, you know, there has a little bit of this, uh, this stigma and then it has this, well, you know, some of the challenges. And for me, it was, how do you change a community? And of course, for me, one of the biggest ways outside of faith, you know, was, was development, you know, building change and, and, changed communities. Well, I mean, you, you and your partners own a lot of the five points areas. You were walking me through, you're like, yeah, this is ours. This is ours, you know, and kind of give me an idea what you want to do. But you know, that control, the amount of control you have in that area uh, by virtue of what you own now um, has a lot more investment risk, doesn't it? Well, I I think that there, there's some investment risk as anything, but there's also, uh, there's also just the, the, you know, the upside, right? It's a, it's a burgeoning area that is, is growing. Um, but the Welton street corridor specific is still lacking, uh, a lot of the vibrancy that still should be there. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, um, when you compare it to what's been happening around the city, it's still, it has a much, a, a larger way to go. And so, yeah. Yeah. Us, our partners, and and you know other partners like Palisade Partners, who is a partner of ours as well, has been invested heavily in this neighborhood because we see that uh, there is such an upside to Five Points, and you know from you investing in real estate uh, tandem with the culture and the idea, it, there there's just so, so much that can be done in Five Points. Yeah. Now, does does you mentioned the Rossonian Hotel a couple of times and some really vivid exciting sort of memories and history around that. And that's sort of a, a key part of the re- redevelopment that you're doing now as the, a new Rossonian hotel. Does, does any revitalization plan or area sort of need this core corner, I guess, cornerstone property to then build up around? Is that what, what the Rossonian is going to be? Well, so I think the Rossonian is really, you know, and I, you know, I say this often is like one of the most famous vacant build buildings in Colorado, right? Hmm. It's been on New York Times. It was been in, in many of the national publications, even mentioned in, in movies and, and, and the like. And so it it already has this energy just being empty, right? <laughs> so um, Yeah, you had me peek inside. It looks like it's full of opportunity. Yeah. And so I think, yeah, it's that it's that cornerstone, it's that crown jewel. And you know, and for, for us to see that it has so much attention being empty, how much more mm. when we do it right, it yeah. will when people will get to now not only just say, well, this is what it was, but here's what it is today. And we get to engage from food to dining to staying to also hearing music. That is the excitement we think will will be a, yeah, as you say, a cornerstone of this mm-hmm. neighborhood, the crown yeah. jewel of 
neighborhood that uh, people say, yeah, you know, it's it's the place that is elevated where people will, I, I believe, come yeah. and really uh, 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 participate. That's cool. And, and you know, I guess I think, Haroon, we're deep enough into this conversation now. Uh, it's going well enough. I'm going to ask you the tough question. And, yeah. and uh, you and I talked about this a bit uh, when we first uh, were walking around. But the, I'm going to bring up the word uh, gentrify. And yeah. the, the dictionary definition is to alter and in parentheses, a deteriorated urban neighborhood, close parentheses, through the buying and renovation of houses and stores by upper or middle income families or individuals raising property values, but often displacing low income families and small businesses. So how do you feel about that word gentrification and does it apply to five points? Yeah, so gentrification, I, I think technically from the technical term um, has applied to five points. Um, on the residential, uh, uh, of course, um, and around five points, because when you think about five points in the technical term, five points in encompasses Curtis Park, San Rafael, it encompasses even what we call Rhino today. So five points is a larger area, right? And so there has been a lot of investments and there has been a lot of, uh, of challenges in the, in the sense of uh, displacement, right? Um, and so, the, you know, but with those challenges, we take on those challenges in a sense of saying, well, how as as a developer, how do you develop in a conscious mindset of of understanding? Yes, things things change. But how do you do it that you bring along some of the people that are here in the community and bring them up to uh, bring them along with you as you develop? And so for us, you know, development can be a tool, of course, that can displace. But I, we believe that development also can be a tool of also engaging and increasing the participation of uh, of the current residents and the future residents, right? And so, you know, for us, we, we look at it from a place of workforce. How do we engage, bring bring in some of the businesses that are here in Northeast Denver, and how do they participate in the development of our projects? And then also in um, internships, how do we also bring the youth that live in this neighborhood? How do we bring them up in the understanding of how, this is how development works, this is how it looks, and this is how you could be a change agent in your neighborhood. Um, because like I said, I live in the neighborhood. I've always lived most of my life in Northeast Denver. And so it's also how am I growing with the neighborhood yeah. as a developer rather than growing without the neighborhood as a developer. So, yeah. Uh, listeners, again, Proco 360. I'm your host, Dave Tabor, and this is the show featuring entrepreneurs who could be successful anywhere and choose Colorado. I'm speaking with Haroon Cowens of Five Points Development Corporation. Go to Proco360.com to subscribe to the newsletter, read my blog, and catch the books I'm listening to on Audible. And don't forget to rate Proco360 in your app when you finish this episode. Finally, a special shout out to sponsor Community Banks of Colorado. During this COVID mess, they've been working round the clock to help Colorado companies secure the funds they need to keep Coloradans employed. So back to Haroon, you know, I, I appreciate what you're saying about having the whole community part of the redevelopment uh, benefits. I mean, what are you saying to residents that come to you and say, I don't know I'm, that I'm going to be able to continue to live in this area? You know, my rent is going to go up or my building is being moved, you know, turned into something else. I mean, how do those interactions go? Well, I think, you know, let's just talk about in the commercial, right? Um, you know, for us, we have invested in several, uh, several 
places that have uh, that had tenants. And so for us is, you know, as I talk to the tenants, there's sometimes a hard conversation, right? The hard conversation is, is, well, what is the future going to be, right? And so what we have done is we've come alongside some of these tenants and say, well, this is where you're at right now, but here's what's the, the, the what's on the horizon. How do we help you technically assess, assist you in growing your business that we're not growing without you? And so what what we've done is, you know, is is going ahead and showing them the vision for the future, but then including them in the future and saying, well, here's where you're at. Here's where here's what we think you need to be to continue yeah. to be a part of it. And, so even and, though even though rent might double, they'd be in a position to pay that and and be more successful at the other end. Yeah, yeah. So we you know we believe if you know you're a successful business, you're not a successful business just historically. How do you become a successful business presently and mm-hmm. in the future? And so you know for us is how do we get out of the mindset that we're leaving them behind when we say that you know, investment is coming. No, investment is a part of their, their, their process. And so they should be looking forward to the future rather than, well, it's, it's, it's a future without us. And so, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. you know, it, it, it specifically on, you know, the, the commercial tenants is, is even with COVID coming, you know, we've invested in other businesses, uh, you know, uh, that may have had some challenges and some of them that may not have, but we're saying, Hey, listen, we're not just a partner in the real estate. We're also a partner in your business. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's very cool. A question more broadly about development. I mean, we've watched so many neighborhoods in, in Denver in particular, just sort of turn hot. You know, they went from, you know, sleepy, quiet, and expensive to really a hot neighborhood, maybe where millennials are scrambling to buy houses now in the $600,000 range. I mean, how does, you know, is there a flip that somehow, a switch that somehow flips that turns a neighborhood all of a sudden, or is it a gradual process and then something happens all of a sudden? How does that work? Yeah. So I, I think what it is, it is, it's really gradual, right? Um, and what what is gradual? What happens is either there's a business there, a restaurant there, or something that it sparks people's interest. Like, wow, you know, that's a cool place, you know. And some people start to move closer to that cool place, that, hmm. that cool, um, you know. And then also the uniqueness, like, wow, there's there's cool, you know, older houses. And so it becomes gradual. But what you see is, and you know, the the high point. What happens is when now it's you know, it's a snowball effect. And so mm-hmm. that's when, when everybody else is paying attention. Yeah. Is that, is that when 10% of the houses are sold to new, to a new kind of an audience or 30% or, you know, when does that switch flip? I think the switch flips when you look at it, when it's, you know, at, you know, the 10%, it, it goes on, you know, it's not as noticeable when it gets up to 30%, then you start to notice. And so, you know, I remember back in 2010 and 2011, when uh, uh, specifically Governor, uh, uh, I think it was Governor. Um, uh, well, it would have been Owens maybe back then. Owens, was it no, Owens? It was Ritter. Oh, uh, Ritter. Yeah, Ritter. Mm-hmm. Governor Ritter came and, and signed the Main Street Initiative from the state, right? Here yeah. in five, right? In, in, uh, in the building because people wanted the investment to happen. Right. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. Now the investment starts to happen and then it catches everyone by surprise five, seven, 10 years yeah. later. Yeah. And, yeah. 
Um, you know, there, 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 there was a time in the the eighties and nineties, people wanted investment in five points. Have there ever been in your, in your, to your knowledge, um, it seems like this market is so booming. Have there been any failed, you know, sort of revitalization efforts that people moved to a new neighborhood and, and the thing just didn't flip, didn't change? Uh, you know, I think there's sometimes people get in very early. Yeah. 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 I mean, within five points. Yeah. There's been, I have seen coffee shops turn three times, right? Um, Yeah. Until, until the area becomes, becomes vital, revitalized. And then, then, then they become successful. Yeah. 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 That's interesting. Hey, we've, um, we've entered a time of substantial reexamination of race. Does the redevelopment of five points have any interplay with these kinds of topics? Definitely. I mean, race comes into play, uh, tremendously when you're when you're talking about a historically African American black neighborhood, and so um, it 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 it's kind of at center stage in these conversations, uh, just because of you know, and it's been at center stage you know for years, you know, especially in, over I would say from 2013 up to now, you know, of course when we talk about displacement, when you talk about the character of the neighborhood, when yeah. you talk about who's who's doing the investment and who's doing the development. Um, race comes into play uh, in, 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 from, in a large majority of those conversations. And, you know, of course, it has that those implications nationally. But even here is uh, city center of, of five points. It is a it is something that we discuss. And there's something that you have to have a conscious. There's also a conscious effort comes from the community and even from us as developers and investment. Right. Um, and so uh, race plays a plays, you know, a major role in how we discuss, how we approach things in a sense of, you know, the history, right? It's yeah. it was always known as a African-American historical neighborhood. And so, you know, when people see the investment, even from African-Americans, right, even from, from us, you know, the question is, which is really genuine questions, is this going to change the neighborhood, right? Yeah. Um, just because I, I'm Black, folks don't you know, just give you a carte blanche to say, oh, we trust that. They say, well, Rune, is this is this real? And is this uh, something as, is it just a dollar play or is it something that still is going to preserve uh, what Five Points was and is, so. Yeah, because uh, I, I do wonder if there are some feelings within the community that says, you know, this is changing. It's going to become from a traditionally African-American area. It's now going to become much more diverse. And, uh, you know, is, is that something that they ask you about? Yeah, that's, I mean, that's asked all the time, um, you know, with, you know, some of our first significant investments, uh, you know, and, and and then, uh, and how does this play into uh, the African-American presence in the future, right? And what do you say? And, and, and for us, you know, that is a, it's a, it's a, it's an honest question. And so we approach it with, well, here's our vision, right? Mm-hmm. Our vision is, is preserving culture. Our vision is preserving and honoring the historic, uh, uh, uh folks that have come before us, but then even presently, and it, even as African-Americans, we want to also, uh, attract other African-American businesses to the area as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think, you know, in the last, at least in the last decade, what we've done in the last six months have increased exponentially the presence of African-American businesses on Welton Street. And it's not talked about a lot, um, but, you know, hopefully it, it it will be because, you know, it, it by virtue of what we're curating, we're curating a place and space for all. 
but we also have to understand the historical context. Yeah. And yeah. so, um, and so we build with that in mind. And I don't think there is, there is a, uh, well, you know, Haroon, you know, can you do it, you know, and, 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 and do it that displaces. No, we can do it with, with keeping culture, keeping in mind this historical context, but also understanding this is a growing city, but it still preserves some of the, not only some of those elements, but prominently those elements in yeah. the community. That's cool. Um, I ask every every guest this question. I mean, keeping focus with the theme of the Proco 360 podcast, world-class entrepreneurs who choose Colorado. How do you feel being in Colorado has played a role in your opportunities to learn and to grow in your career and, and in your success? Well, you know, Colorado is really unique, right? Just because of, you know, it's, you know, I grew up, I remember it being called a small town, right? Yeah. And now, you know, and I grew up now that Colorado has grown grown with me and, and, and I feel Colorado has grown. Um, I think Colorado has opportunities because of, we ask the tough questions, right? We ask the tough questions. We also um, have learned from other cities, how folks have done it right and how others have done it wrong. And so I think in Colorado, we're very conscious about how we do things. Not that we always get it right, but I think we always ask the right questions. And so I think it's, you know, from, from leadership, and then also from, you know, the, the engagement. I mean, sit, even in the city center of Denver, I mean, Colorado, you know, Denver is a, a place people engage. Um, and some of the voices from Denver are heard even nationally. And so I think, uh, and you can be close to those voices. I mean, yeah. you can be on all sides of the argument and learn from all sides of these arguments. And so I think it's small enough where you can move around and get to here. And then, yeah. but it's big enough where you can make a, a large impact. Yeah, I think, uh, and I, I remember walking around Five Points with you, and you must have said hello. People said hello to you, a dozen people or so. I was like, you know, I'm walking around with the king of Five Points here. So, but it is, it is a, you know, uh, a well recognized but accessible kind of a place uh, as far as connecting with with our leaders and so forth. Uh, last question for you is uh, the mission of your company. Uh, is to use profits to change the lives of the people in our ecosystem, you know, both as an associate pastor and as a developer. I mean, what's your general thinking about the impact you want to have in Colorado? Well, you know, for, for, for as a company and even me as a person, you know, I, I want to tie what I believe from faith into what, what I do in business. And so some people, you know, when people ask me, do I believe in, the you know the idea of redemption I do do I believe in the the you know a vibrancy and hope and so what I if I preach hope I hope in business people can see that also he's working for hope he's working for change he's working for these things and I think you know that's what we want to be known for is uh, is that we do business with 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 a conscious effort we uh, we do business and we do business right right it, we're we're we you can be profitable but at, at the same time at the same time, be conscious, right? And so, um, you know, I, I think, you know, one of the, the terms a, a good friend of mine said, he's called it redemptive real estate. And so that's what, <laughs> that's what I, I hope that's the mark that we leave now and, and in the future that these, they, you know, they've, they've tried, they, and they did, they did it right, right? And not that we, you know, we can get everything perfect, but at least we can we can make and hit the mark where it leaves a lot of hope for the future 
and as well as encouragement presently. And I believe we will do that. And I believe, you know, and for me, it's spiritually, I think with God's help, I know with God's help, we will have this impact here in our city. Well, I think that's a great note to end on. I'm your host, Dave Tabor. And today on Proco 360, you've been listening to my conversation with Haroon Cowens, partner and chief real estate officer of Five Points Development Corporation. Haroon, thanks. It's been an interesting conversation. Well, thank you for having me on. It has been a a blessing and I appreciate the time here. Listeners, thanks for joining me and Haroon on Proco 360, where we say live, work, love Colorado, because you and I and my guests can be successful anywhere and choose Colorado. You make the show successful by subscribing to the Proco 360 podcast and submitting a review. Thanks again to show sponsors, Community Banks of Colorado, Holland and Hart, Kinsley Meetings, MicroStar Cake Logistics, Via Technologies, and the Colorado Chamber of Commerce. That's the show, Live, Work, Love Colorado. Colorado.